0: Hello, I'm Sebastian Marshall. This is the Ultra Working Podcast. Chris Natter and I are sitting out under a canopy in the rain next to a busy street. So the audio quality might be bad, but sometimes the spirit moves you. And you have a show that needs to be recorded, even in the rain on a busy street. And this is maybe one of those. We always think about, when we do a show, what the takeaway is. You know, why why should the listener? You care, you know? There's a million things in the world you could be listening to right now. We always want to be very valuable and helpful for performance. On this one, I don't frankly exactly know, but I think the, it's of critical importance. I mean, there's a simple takeaway, which is you might be able to use this new tool, ChatGPT, um, in a way that's very interesting for you, and it's a, a way that you can maybe add some, some artificial intelligence to your, your workflow that, uh, that you know, might be profitable or useful for you but it's also just so timely and so important that i said hey let's do a show in the rain under this canopy next to a busy road because it's so interesting so chris natter thank you for joining me sure i'm terrified <laughs> <laughs> man the future is going to be awful or great it's going
1: to be great or awful um yeah i mean this has this has got me freaked out chat gpt for those of you you don't know it yet it's a It's an extension of the general language model from uh, OpenAI. They modified it for for human, for interaction, for communication, for asking it questions, for it responding to you. It's one of the largest language models that that exists. And they released it, like, I think two weeks ago. You can play with it, chat.openai.com. And uh, it's been extremely fascinating to play with it. I've gotten quite a few hours in. I've been using it to help me research new topics, to write articles, and to do some uh, automation, to build a Python script specifically. And hey,
0: one thing at a time, one thing at a time. We'll get to automation in a second, kay. which will blow people's minds. But um, you and me are research paper geeks. We read a lot of research papers. We podcast about, I don't know, 5% of the research papers we read, less. I'm not sure. Like when we find one that's like, "Hey, this is cool and has some takeaways," we'll do it on the podcast. But we like research papers. You were going through a research paper and you saw a couple terms that you want to get your mind around, yeah. and you said, "Hey, let me put these into the ChatGPT right. and see if the artificial intelligence can tell me something about this science." How did this go? What what
1: what happened? Yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, I've been blown away, and I basically sent you know messages to my dad, sort of. I needed someone to share my excitement or uh, maybe it goes even beyond excitement just like uh, frankly uh, astonishment with and and also to to show them what's what's possible yeah I'm reading a research paper and there is a term in there that I don't fully understand Um, and in the past you know I would have maybe gone to Wikipedia or typed this into Google I'm like hey I got this new tool that I I keep open here let me uh, let me just ask it the question, you know, hey, Jet GPT, you don't have to write its name, you just like, hey, um, I got this term here in this research paper. This is literally how you communicate with it, in this style. Um, I'm, I, I wanna know, um, what is vigilant attention? That was the term I was looking for. Can at.
0: you explain the concept of vigilant attention to me, was your query. Okay. And uh, sure thing, Vigilant attention refers to the mental state of being alert and attentive to one's surroundings, particularly in situations blah, 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 three paragraph, like a professor at freaking, uh, you know, Harvard could have written this
1: to you. Yeah, and you, you you know, realistically might find this answer now on, on, on Google, and I don't know, it's probably one of the first three hits, but then you have to do the filtering yourself, you have to cut it down to the length that you want by yourself. And Okay, the shockingness starts now. So
0: you said, I found this paragraph in the abstract of a study. You just copy-pasted this paragraph in. Sleep deprivation consistently decreases vigilant attention, which can lead to difficulty of performing a variety of cognitive tasks, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's from the abstract. So you typed that in to ChatGPT and said, can you explain the difference between top-down attentional control and Vigilant attention to me
1: right two terms that are mentioned in this paper, and then there is a they're somehow related the, the paper relates them and, and how they interact and, and if one is low then the other can come in and can take its part and the, then the AI this is not written anywhere this this yeah.
0: this didn't scrape a website this right. is like Pulling out context out of these words and relating them and doing crazy machine learning management to tell you, top-down, this is from GPT. top-down attentional control refers to the process of directing and controlling one's attention based on goals, expectations, blah, blah, blah. On the other hand, on the other hand, the thing says on the other hand, the thing says on the other hand, on the other hand, vigilant attention refers to the continuous monitoring of the environment for blah, blah, blah. Full paragraph in the context of the study you mentioned the researchers are interested in how sleep deprivation affects vigilant attention and whether individuals can compensate for any impairments in vigilant attention by using top-down attentional control and then it goes yeah, on yeah, longer. Yeah. If freaking understood the abstract of the paper and right. like broke it down the way like a freaking Harvard neuroscientist would. Like like this is this
1: isn't on the internet anywhere. This this is yeah. No, it explained it to me. I like, I was slightly confused about what exactly I was reading. Uh, I I understood it, fair enough, but it now explains it to me. And now I understand it even better. So I'm reading it. I'm like, huh, that seems interesting. So it seems like this one thing is, 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 is a passive thing in the background. And this other thing is somehow active. Did I understand? Like I'm thinking to myself, did I understand this correctly? So you write to chat
0: GPT, does that mean that, quote, unquote, vigilant attention is more of a passive, while, quote, top-down attentional control is a more active kind of attention? Yeah. Like, your grammar was even a little bit (laughs) off. No disrespect, Chris. This is grammatically and punctuated weirdly. Like, you actually, like, kind of, like, I would know what you meant, but yeah. I would have to read it twice. In fact I'm reading it out. I'm like that's a
1: kind of a yeah, I'm, is I'm more of a passive ice. and a
0: comma active yeah. like, this is like I haven't
1: fully grasped like the terms I wanna use, like is this says attention more kind of active. This is literally like I'm not even speaking correctly. This is Chad GPT replies, Yes, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Vigilant attention is more of a blah 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 and it's yeah. extremely coherent. Right. This like this is a good Yes, this is a good way to think about it.
0: This passed a freaking Turing test for me. Like if you told me that on the other line that Chris is having a a WhatsApp conversation with a freaking neuroscientist at Princeton, I would like believe it. Because it's like, it's grammatically sound. It's casual or it should be casual. It's like scientific words. It's like, what would you describe it as? Like talking to a really smart friend that's knowledgeable about the topic?
1: That's what I've been feeling. Like there is this person on the other line who understands context who I can share with uh, what I've been, I can, the more context you provide, the more he adapts. So you can be like, hey, I, I found this in this paper. I want to do this with this paper. And it takes all of the information that you're providing and it modulates the response that it gives you. And yeah, it like, I, I felt so good. Like, yes, that's a really, I feel good, I but I'm really terrified. Smart. Like, you I know, feel good uh, and
0: terrified because like, it's really yeah. smart. You could say like, like if you asked it you know like hey when you're playing baseball is like tracking the ball with your eye this type of attention. like it'll probably give you the right answer yeah. the vast majority of the time yeah for like questions that nobody has ever asked before like a neuroscience concept related to baseball or to rugby or to like uh, woodworking you know you can like ask it stuff that's never been written about on the internet that's mm-hmm. never you can ask it about two concepts mm-hmm. that have like never been related ever and like unless you're going out of your way to make it weird it's got a very, very high hit rate. It's not like the first result that Google's correct all the time either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not even like experts, if you like paid somebody, a uh, neuroscientist to consult with you, it's not even like they necessarily
1: get it correct. I think the hit rate's gonna be roughly equivalent. This thing got an extremely high hit rate. I've put in all sorts of weird context or weird concepts that I had never heard. And then also um, a, a search engine just out of context would probably not know what you what exactly you're typing all right so what so by the way so so i'm
0: following this stuff and and back in gpt2 i was playing with so they're on gpt3 now ah whatever there's a bit of like google it if you're interested gpt it's from OpenAI, it's a large language model. It's like an AI. We're not going to the background context. Yeah. I, other people have done it better than us. You can
1: ask chat GPT to explain <laughs> it to you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess, you what's the difference between GPT-2 <laughs> and GPT-3, yeah. It'll, it'll it'll do a fine job. Um, so I played with this back in GPT-2. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like went around the edges to make it do stuff for me like this. And you know, it's just categorically different. The first time you get one of these, then when you read about somebody else, so people are hearing us talk about this right now. I'm telling you that when you do it and you like, you have something that you like don't know the answer to and you want it, and like, it gives it to you and it's really good. It's like, whoa, I'm living in the future. Like, whoa, right. like very soon it's going to be really important. Yeah. This didn't freak me out though because yeah. I've done this already. Yeah. I've done stuff like this. I'm like impressed but not surprised. And then you asked it for a Python script. <laughs>
1: Hey, this freaked me out a lot. So um, I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes we did a show on this, I'm wearing this, you know, continuous glucose monitor. The app that runs this is a little bit, not the newest stuff, uh, for not very well designed. Basically, it just outputs um, all of the data every single time that you have historically built up. So if I wear one of those for two weeks and I want just the two weeks data, I can't just get the two weeks, I have to download Every single um, data point that I've ever recorded. And I want to import them later into Apple Health and and do something cool with them. So, what I had to do in the past is I download this giant file and um, then I have to manually open them in in Excel and and start removing old lines and like copying columns around. And it takes me a decent amount of, you know, it takes me a couple of minutes every single time uh, of really repetitive work to get this right
0: so so let me just let me just clarify for everybody if anybody's ever dealt with like a big nasty spreadsheet yeah that's like nasty and disorganized and like you know roughly where things should be that you need to get out of there but it's like it's like a little bit messy and it gets updated all the time itself so you have to go visually track yeah where has the column that i want moved to with the new data and it's it's not super elegant. No. Sometimes you import it on one day already, so you don't want to import that day again. But then later in the day, you hadn't imported. So you need to like, look at your records and clean it. and like, It's like a big, nasty Excel file that you need to navigate to be able to do stuff with. Because you know we're like doing some science stuff. Chris wears a continuous glucose monitor. We talked about it on the sensors show in the past. You can go listen to a show about Chris's sensors. Uh, but okay, so you had this nasty data set. And you said, hey, let me see if my friend, Chad
1: GPT, could help me. If this
0: AI model can help me, what'd you do?
1: You know, I'm, not a, I'm not, a, not a good programmer. I know a little bit of Python, but I basically thought, hey, this would be something that should be able to automate, but I don't know where to start. I need to, like, somehow import this file and, like, go through it. Hey, let's see if ChatGPT can help me. So, literally, you, uh, the way I started is, like, hey, ChatGPT, can you write a Python script for me? that takes a CSV file as an input and a date as an input. It has some data in this, it has a timestamp in the third column, and I literally just, in about six um, lines, explain to it in prose exactly the steps that this script should be able to do. It needs to merge some stuff, needs to discard some data, then it needs to output all of this into a new file. I literally write this down, I explain to him in, in, in plain English the way I'm describing it to you right now, what I want it to do. Then I hit enter and out comes a Python script. Yeah,
0: this is crazy. So so if anybody doesn't follow all the details, you know, Excel, it's a spreadsheet thing. Imagine that like you're at an old bank, you know, an old bank that... Uh, you know, that, that just when you want to download all your transactions gives you a nasty thing and like you can't make the bank not give you your deposits, you have to delete all the deposits and like you want it to cut off at some date from the last input. You just said to Chat GPT, Hey, I want a bank thing. I want you to delete every transaction that is a deposit and I want you to delete everything from the date that I specify. Give me a Python script to do that. Python's a programming language.
1: Yeah. And it's like, okay, here you go. You got the code. Got the code. Did it run? Um, at the very beginning, they, this is how. This is amazing. So I didn't give it all the necessary information. I didn't specify, for example, what the, the time format was in the CSV file. So it 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 made some assumptions. It wrote me a script. The script produced an error. I copied the error. I'm like, hey, I'm getting this error. Enter. Okay. Um, It seems we have a mismatch in the time format. Let me fix it for you. Second version of the script now has like a small adjustment to one of the lines. It it, it uses now the correct time format. And uh, yeah, the second try of that script ran perfectly and is now, I imported the data to Apple Health and that's it. Yeah, I have a running, working Python script that formats my data that I uh, built from just a few lines of text explanation.
0: Yeah, my rough guess is that you're, if you're already technically savvy, you could have probably outsourced this for 20 to $40. And if you're not, it would probably been like 200 to
1: 400 while you like muck around and try to explain right. to somebody who overcharges you a little bit. I mean, just the time of finding someone on Fiverr, uh, just any communication with anyone. I would oh, forget been, the time. I'm talking yeah. about,
0: yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the cash if you couldn't, yeah. if you couldn't code it yourself. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, and I mean the applications of this are like legion like yeah I mean this is
1: I'm a little bit flummoxed to tell you the truth I'm having a hard time I'm, I'm really thinking so hard about all of the stuff that I can now apply this to all of the different things that uh, are automatable and in in my life that haven't automated just because it, it would have been absolutely not economical to do this before even writing this script I'm like hey this is worth me understanding how to do this i mean if i'm interested to learn python i guess but uh, this is a script that would have never been written by me and now it, it hasn't been written by me but i, I got it and it, it works so so yeah you shaved off two minutes twice a week forever
0: but i mean there's like plenty of things you know i had a friend that, that worked at amazon back in the old days and apparently they ran payroll from like a gigantic spreadsheet Back in the old days I think this is a friend of mine that told me this maybe it was a story I read online I don't want to be like somebody's like hey this that was on Hacker News I'm like okay whatever uh, apparently they had a giant spreadsheet um, at Amazon to do payroll and like it sucked and like somebody's full time job was to go through this freaking thing mm. double check that everybody still works there <laughs> this wasn't that long ago I mean I know Amazon's a big company now but in the slightly earlier days that was like a full time job It was a full-time job of like, you know, once they were at, whatever, hundreds to low thousands of staff, of having somebody go through a big freaking spreadsheet and like root things around and like different people have different banks and all kinds of stuff and you have to get all the transactions. And it's like, you just script it, you know? Um, You know, we have team members in different countries. And like uh, what, what we use for international payments, it's like a freaking hassle to write what's the controlling currency that you convert from to do a batch upload. We gave it a shot once and we're like, ah, eh, screw it. we don't have that many people work mm. here. It's like not worth finicking with this and maybe getting it wrong and spending a bunch of time to save like three, five minutes a month. Right. Once you're up to speed on the scripting stuff, it's just like bang. And then
1: you, then you can probably at a glance tell whether it's correct or not. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, this is going to be, I mean, I think for actual programmers this is going to be even more useful because they can identify and they can they can they can uh, tweak tw- tweak it even more so than me i don't even know what to start actually like uh, yeah but it is super super cool uh man the... two takeaways two takeaways then what is it
0: chat.openai.com yeah it's free
1: i'll I... around with it I I was, um, you know, I was writing today and I will now keep a chat GPT window open all the time. And I'm just, it's just this, um, I think my learning will massively increase by just uh, the, the cost of getting clarification. So here's another example. I was looking at concentration, attention and focus, these three terms. And in the past, I would have gone to Wikipedia, would have typed in attention, read it. Would Have typed in concentration, read it, would have typed in focus, read it, and then manually myself try to see hey, what's the difference? How do they relate? Are they the same sort of terms? Hey, used?
0: Chat GPT, what's the difference hey, between Chat
1: GPT? Uh, attention, focus, and, con- and concentration. How do these concepts relate? Are they the same? Enter, and it will tell you exactly how they relate, how they're different um you know it's just uh, so that's the first that's the first takeaway
0: that's the first takeaway give it a shot it's free it's the future might even be really useful for you second takeaway the Future's going to be a crazy freaking place <laughs> so maybe you a second reason to go check it out all right that's us podcasting in the rain next to a busy street uh the spirit moved us we thought the topic we, we didn't chris was just relating all this to me i'm like dude we need to do a show on this and I want to do a show so badly on this right now because I don't know it just seems, just seems really important. So we did it, we've done it, and uh, yeah, go check it out. And uh, we're living in interesting times. Thank you, Chris. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, you. <laughs> you ChatGPT, I suppose as well, and OpenAI and all the people over there doing great work on that. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Be well.